Hi everyone, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And I want to tell you a quick story. So once upon a time there was a boy, and he was me. And when I was 19 years old, I went on a religious mission for my church to teach about Jesus Christ and to help people learn the gospel the way I've learned it. And one of the things I did, so I went to Germany, and I lived there for two years, and learned German, which was awesome because I took it for three years in high school and thought I could never learn it. That's how I know God has a sense of humor because he sent me there, right? And so I went to Germany and I got good at it because I was living there and I got good at speaking German. And uh, I was in one area called Bonn, Germany. It's the old capital of West Germany. And uh, because of that, they actually had a lot of, quite a few Americans there, English speakers. And surprisingly, also quite a few Spanish speakers. Um, So there were quite a few people from Central America or South America there as well. And when we would go to church um, in the the chapel where, you know, the congregation was, they would have a camera in the back and that camera would focus in on the speaker, members of the, the congregation that would speak and I would be in another room uh, with another person kind of off to away from the chapel and the microphone would, the sound and everything would go into that room. I'd wear a headset and the person next to me was wearing the same, another headset and we would hear the words being spoken in German and we would translate it. I would translate it into English and the person next to me, whoever was doing it that day would translate into Spanish. And we just do it real time. And it was, I could hear the other person, I could hear the German in one ear and speaking uh, English in the other. And, you know, translating, that that's pretty hard, but I was young and it was good and it was working and it was stressful. And uh, it, I mean, I was just beat after doing it. I was so tired because you're just mentally using so much energy, but it was really cool. It was really cool that like, I was like, I can't believe I can do this. This is awesome. But one day, I remember one member of the congregation got up to speak, and they they started telling this story. And as I'm translating this story, I'm translating this story about this father and this son and their dragon and how the dragon is flying, and they've got it, like, on a leash or something, on a string. I'm like, why would you have a dragon on a string? That doesn't make any sense. But I'm just translating it. You know, and trying to understand what's going on as the person's telling this elaborate story. And they continue, and then the young boy says, let's cut the string so the dragon can be free. And the dad says, no, if we cut the string, the dragon will fall to the earth. I'm like, that makes no sense at all. You know, I, (laughs) and then I realized at that moment, after I'd told this whole story, that the word for dragon and the word for kite are the exact same word in German. You just have to know the context. Okay, the gender pronoun and everything is, is the same. You just have to know the context. And I've been translating it wrong the entire time. And so I had to, over the microphone, I, I said, oh, uh, every time they said dragon, they meant kite. It's a kite. Because can you imagine all these people are listening to this story and totally getting the wrong story? 
they're t- you know <laughs> they think there's like they're sitting in the congregation being like what in the world is this guy talking about and then realizing that it's the translator that has the problem and i could actually see like the back of their heads and i could see people start to laugh i could t- see tell that they were like bouncing up and <laughs> at the bottom of my image and i'm like oh man i totally messed that up it was kind of funny and i totally laughed about it then and i laugh about it now but Words are funny things. So when we train dogs, it doesn't really matter what words we use. I mean, dogs learn German all the time. Um, in, in place of saying down, they learn plots and they do a down, which is kind of awkward to us because we use the word place all the time to mean a certain specific place for a dog to go to. But that's not what plots is in. I mean, that's what it means in German, but that's not the command and so sometimes people think we have to say the words just right it doesn't really come to that it's what we teach them teach the word them that the word should mean so I was talking with a friend today and was realizing this and we'd actually it's it's funny because we had talked about this with our team as well just a, a week earlier about how we often use the word when we're talking about we want a dog to go into their little enclosed area uh, that we we often call that a kennel in our training here in Utah. And a, a kennel or a crate can be used pretty much interchangeably. Is that a word? See, and here we are talking about words. It, it, it can, we, you can use that word, you can use crate or kennel, and it means basically the same thing. It means a little area where a dog goes in, they turn around, it's just, you know, big enough for them to kind of stand up in and and turn around in, and they lay down. But I was talking with somebody in Oklahoma today, and they said, oh, no, that's not what a kennel means here at all. A kennel is like a place where you have your dog go and stay, or like outside in a dog run area. And I'm like, oh, well, that's a dog run. They're like, well, that's a kennel here. <laughs> and I realized something kind of crazy, because we have this program that we call the Kennel Training Challenge. And it's mostly for people with new dogs with puppies but any dog can use it and it will work where my wife Laurel I went and took three puppies through the process of teaching them how to be what we would call kennel trained uh, you could also say crate trained uh, but we realized that this program that w- we've sold all across the country that there is probably a good portion of English speakers that are getting the wrong picture about what we're teaching them to do our friend in Oklahoma was like, yeah, that would sound like you're you're teaching me to have my dog be outside. I don't want my dog outside. I want my dog to learn to be inside. And we're like, oh, dang it. That's exactly what we're teaching them to do is to be inside and how to be good in a crate so that you can grant freedom as it's earned and they can start in a smaller space and totally ace that space and then get better and have more freedom, have more space. And a lot of dogs, that you know, puppies, if a puppy came to us, I wouldn't expect to have very many, if any, potty accidents because we're going to teach them using a crate. And we don't mean, when I say a crate, I don't mean like the metal foldable ones, although that, see, this is the this is language. That could be a crate as well. Those aren't my preferred type. Th- those are built to, to break down and to fold up so they fit in a small space. But when we use uh, crates here, we like the ones that are plastic. They have slots on the sides and on the back. They're a little darker, a little more calming to a dog, and they feel protected from each side. So they can go in, turn around, and face the one entrance and relax because they know that if anything scary comes, it's coming straight for them, and they can be ready, and they don't have to protect 
their back, their flank or anything like that. And so words are crazy. Uh, maybe we should change it to crate training challenge. Um, we, we have maybe some things like that coming through the pipeline, but, uh, to teach your dog to be in a small space and have kind of a little home is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We don't use it as a correction tool. Um, it's not like you're being bad. So go in timeout. It, it really becomes a home. In fact, the, my dog is seven right now, our current dog, and, um, she's awesome. What does she do? She lays on pillows most days. She does a place command. Uh, when she gets bored of that, where's she going to go? She goes into her, her crate. And that's where she just wants to be. A lot of times during the day, I find her just laying in her crate. She can get away from the, the chaos of our family life and she can just relax. And so that's become a spot and the door's totally open. It, we don't hardly ever close it anymore. Um, just a lot of times when we're gone or, or late at night, but she, she's awesome. Like she, she just chooses to go in there and to have that peace of mind where your dog can be calm in the kennel and say, this is, this is my go-to spot does so much for your dog, not just their state of mind, but also just who they are so that they can be calm and you can have uh, a calm dog. You can have peace and you can always have crazy when you want it. It's not hard to get a dog excited. But if you can't get your dog to calm down and to, to be able to be calm on a regular basis, I would say 99% of the time, then it can get complicated. And most of the issues that people come to us with to fix, whether it's biting or hyperactivity or anxiety, usually stem from either not using a crate or what I would say a kennel, but um, or not using it properly. And that's what we fix all over and over again. So one of the best tools ever, and it doesn't matter really what you say. In fact, I love it when people change that up. They change that command. And instead of saying, oh, I say kennel, that means go into your crate um, or saying crate. I had one, <laughs> one couple came and their dog had a Batman collar. And I said, oh, please, can we please do this? Can what do you guys think about instead of saying the kennel command, we say bat cave and the dog runs into the crate and they were like, yes, let's do it. And so we did. And I loved it. I, you can say whatever you want, right? You, you could make up a word and it could be that, um, you could say home, you could whatever, but bat cave was my favorite. And their dog would just go to, how fun would that be at a party, right? You're like, okay, bat cave. And the dog runs into the kennel. Never a dull moment right there. So choose your words wisely, make them count. And then also realize that sometimes words have different meaning for different people, uh, different parts of the country. And hopefully we can clear that up. If you want help with kennel training, I'm telling you, kenneltrainingchallenge.com. My wife did an awesome job on that program and uh, she just took those three puppies all the way through the process and videoed the whole thing and just showed you even with our family getting sick in the middle of it, three puppies kennel training with <laughs> sick family of seven at the time. So jump on there, check it out and definitely use the kennel to your advantage or the crate or whatever you want to call it. Thanks guys.